We've made it to the penultimate episode All of right. Grisha Watch. Okay. You got to get over your fear of the word penultimate. I don't have a fear of it. This is exposure uh, therapy. I'm just going to continue to say it until it no longer bothers you. Well, first of all, don't expose yourself to me without my permission. Um, and second of all, we're not in Yorkshire, England. Uh, so I don't know why you have such a gonna, problem with this. We're, we're, just say the word. You know what? Say the word. We fought a war to get away from the English and wow. the British Empire. It's a word, we not, Aaron. We are not going to bring their words into our society. Welcome to the penultimate episode <laughs> wow. of Grisha Watch on the penultimate episode of Shadow and Bone. We are so far off script. You and I are learning everything together. So none of this was book? It's all inspired, we'll mm. say, by the book. Mm. Some of these things okay. are wildly different. Some of it is pretty close but a lot of it is very, we are very off script here. So I don't know where we're going. And this episode really makes me understand why you think the Rothkins are idiots because they truly in this episode are morons. They, you know what? You're right. These show Rothkins, how are you still alive? Honestly, how have you not been decimated at this point? Like I said, because you're all terrible. The whole country. Every soldier seems to make the worst mistakes. It's so and stupid. I. It's probably a good thing they didn't show too much of the other like actual armies. Like they show the 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 hunters mm -hmm. from the uh, Fjorn Bjornbjorns. Fjordan, um, my God. Yes, from the Fjordans. Um I don't have my map up, so I couldn't see the word again. Uh -huh. But I knew you would couldn't miss the chance of correcting someone. Oh so, never! Oh never! Um. So yeah, they haven't. They just showed hunters from there. They never showed like a full blown army, and they never show anybody from Shuhan. So um, you know, there's, that's a deeper story there. But <laughs> but I can only imagine that they're even more of idiots I don't for understand. not being able to take out these 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 morons. It makes no sense. The show Ravka is just these people are all stupid. I oh my god, none of this makes sense. Um. Anyway. This episode, the best part is that it had my favorite logo so far. We haven't really talked about it, but every episode has like a different Shadow and Bone logo. This one's my mm -hmm. favorite so far. With the Jesper inspired. Yeah, uh, with the cards. And cards. The, yeah. yeah. I just yeah, want cool. all of these as like moving wallpapers. So I'm waiting for somebody to make that. And then I'll just put that on my, because I have had the Batman logo as my screensaver for a minute. I just realized that. Anyway. Wow. I, I don't have a wallpaper. Do you just have like the Windows default? I have, yeah, it's the default. What it's is the, wrong with you? Are you 72? Do you not know how to the, press a button? I know how to do it. It's just I never really wanted anything. I have the default woman uh, running on the beach with the giant rocks behind her. You're embarrassing. Her. You should be, I can't believe you're saying this publicly. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You, should, you should be ashamed. It's inspiring. Run more people. No. Be, There's be not healthy. like be one soccer image that you want. It could just be a field. It could just be a field. Oh, no, I've showed you. I've shared pictures with you before, the, the different fields that I like. But I can but never find those actual pictures. Oh, my God. We're, we'll talk. Yeah. Well, I will find yeah, it no, for all... you. That's embarrassing. <laughs> wow. That's embarrassing. You know what's <laughs> embarrassing? His wig. That's what's oh embarrassing. We'll start it's... there. All right. So we start with a flashback, uh, which I was very confused about. But okay. So we start with a flashback and the wig. 
It's not the worst wig I've ever seen. It's not like what's her face in Mandalorian's wig. That was really bad. Um, Who in Mandalorian had a bag? One of the in the episode with Ahsoka, like the woman that was uh, she was like a political figure or something. I don't know. It was a really bad wig, though. It's literally the only thing I remember about her. She had a horrendously bad wig. I thought um, you were going to break up Luke Cage wig, if anything. Oh, that was bad, too. Yeah. We don't even remember but what her yeah, name is because we just called her wig the entire season. It was, that was in the credits, Emma. It said wig. My God. She follows it me on Twitter. The wig. Wow. Oh, okay. She does. Well, we nice. Be nice. I don't remember what her name is, um, which is not the her wig. fault. It's the wig department's fault. But uh, yeah, his wig is a little rough. Um the, the dead giveaway with wigs, a little fun fact for everybody here, um, always look at the hairline. Whether or not the hair looks real itself, you just look at the hairline, and his hairline is way too perfect, and it's too compact. Like, there's too much hair at the front. That's just not how a real hairline looks. It's very distracting. Is the, the red-headed um, healer lady, is that, is that a wig? I don't. No, I've never actually paid attention enough to look. Okay, I just I just brought now that up. I I'm like, she's, His was just she's... so blatantly like, ah, bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Especially I don't know. you've seen him the whole episode, uh, you know, or you've seen the whole season with um, real hair, normal hair. Yeah. Then it's and his like, normal okay, hairline. Just follow the hairline of the Eds. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we get a flashback on Alexander. And his wife, girlfriend, whatever, at the time. Uh, his healer. That's, his healer, Luda. Is, his healer. So she's I, not a character who is in the this book? Woman? Who is this oh, woman? Okay. I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, do we ever get like a flashback to his life? Like, what am I missing here? And it bothers me. This is this happens, I think, with a lot of adaptations with the villain. They're like, oh, we have to give them their backstory. Why can you not just let the psychotic character be psychotic? Why do you have to fridge a woman to be like, because oh, people... this is why? Because people need some type of way to. Uh, no, you don't. Not, and even, no, even no, if you no. can Here, just it's assume. Just, it's modern day thing. It's a modern day thing. Because back in the day, I'll even say not even back in the, like the 90s, you had a bunch of those type of villains where we didn't need their backstory. They were just bad people, you know. But now the modern day villain, you have to have some type of semi-sympathetic feeling towards this person. That's you look at it's all the, the big ones. Sympathism. I gotta stop saying that. It's yeah, not a the word. sympathism. There it's you go. The sympathism. Coined it right there. You phrased it right there. So if you look at every single one, they're the, of the big stories that you like, that they go into the background of the villain, there's always something. That's just kind of how the modern day, I would say like 2000s, have been. They just, this is you know, ridiculous, though, because his origin still makes sense if you don't fridge this woman. Like, it still makes sense that he recognized a problem with the Grisha. He recognized that his people were not treated fairly, that they were hunted, that they were in hiding. That's enough of a reason for him to do the things he does. Why do you have to give him a love interest for five seconds just to kill her? To be like, oh, this is why he's truly... Why? When, Who asked for this? When was this book, when was this book written? Twenty. 12? That's enough. That's enough. I already need all I needed here was 20. Um But she didn't write this in there. I don't know why they're doing this. But this is a young adult. This is a young adult story. And they're just like, adaptation. we need this for the show. We need to give him a love interest to kill her so and, that you understand. No. And adaptation into a into a, a film space. You already said they've changed Mal. Who is he, right? That's, who that's is your this man? big that's your big calling Hoots. this whole series. Hoots is he? 
so I knew that they were just leaning into any trope that they've got. So this is just one more trope that they're just going to throw in there, you know, and be like, well, you know, we're doing this is shadow and trope. So or even if you wanted to do this, there. I wish they'd drawn it out more, um, which also would have pissed me off, but at least would have made more sense. Because you literally go from introducing her exposition immediately on the fact that she's mortal. And, oh, if you know, I had a training and an amplifier, I could live longer. And then you kill her 30 seconds later. Like, you get all of that in the span of, like, two minutes. I, I don't think she was meant to be. She's not. She's literally just there to be fridged. Important. And to piss um, him off. Ugh, I hate it. Well, that's that's what you got now. So, uh, yeah, so we get his little flashback. Um, he goes full Boromir, takes nineteen arrows to the chest. And I didn't know you could heal like that instantly. Neither did I. Maybe did but I, I know guess, that? I guess that's and a like thing, from far so. away, like without touching him. Yeah. Did I know that? I, I don't know. I was know. trying to figure out what what, what she was doing. Be the, yeah. Yeah. Like, is she slowing his heart down so he does the blood doesn't flow fast out know. of him, and then he pulls the arrows out and she can quickly heal? Like it's a lot to do in a span of two seconds. With admittedly, as she just said, no training, other than the fact so, that she's a healer. But like, okay, I don't know, whatever. Maybe they were um, stronger back then. I don't know, but they grab her, they find her, and they don't just stab her. He twists the knife. That, sir, you didn't need to do that. That was for fun. If he was trying to kill her, then yeah, I think he probably. That was just for fun. That That was just for him. If she was able to heal arrows instantly, then yeah, she probably could have healed her own self. So yeah, stab and twist. But uh, then you know, as as happens with these male characters, when they see their woman die, he goes off the deep end and he does a mass cut and just decapitates everybody. And I'm just like, you couldn't have done that thirty seconds earlier. Tell her to duck. Well, see, this is the the whole sympathetic thing. In the beginning, he literally was saying he's not trying to hurt anybody. So they were like, well, he's the good guy, and a bad thing happened to him. Yeah, whatever. And that's just why let, you should feel My note literally says, let psychos be psycho. He's no, just... I don't, think, I don't know if we'll get any more he- villains like that in the, the, the screen adaptations of anything. Just let him be a psychotic narcissist, because that's exactly what he is. Ugh. Anyway, Wait, and then it just says, young... did we need this backstory? No, we did for, not. For, for young adult uh, stories, have we ever got anything like that in a film adaptation? Or I was say in the book adaptation? we have it here in the film adaptation. I don't know. I don't know. I I would think that yeah, because let it a bad thing, guy be a bad guy. The only thing that reminds me of like a romance where there was just a bad guy that was just a bad guy and they never went into there is like Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. Like Keanu Reeves was just a dick to be a dick, <laughs> and that was just it. Like, you didn't explain, like, oh, he was beaten as a child. Uh, no, he just hated See, everybody. just let them be an asshole because they're an asshole. Not everything mm-hmm. has to come from trauma. But okay, well, we're just going to kill yeah. women just because we want uh, men to be angry. I don't know, whatever. We're just going to fridge women. Um, but he he runs to the sanctuary, which I was real confused for this whole flashback where they're here because I thought, this area was going to turn into the little palace because I'm pretty sure they use the same set for this sanctuary that they used for the tunnels under the palace. Budget. I thought like, it's it's absolutely a budget thing, but like they didn't change it enough. I am like 99% sure it's the same set. It looks exactly the same. And I was like, Oh, this sanctuary is going to become 
the Grisha sanctuary. It's going to become the little palace. Like, that's cool. No, it's not. It's just, it's very far away. That's where the fold ends up being. But okay. So he goes into their sanctuary. They're like, oh, we need the healer. She was the healer. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. We're, no, they're like, we're waiting on uh, Lude. Luda. And he's and, like, here she is. Bam. Drops her dead on yeah. the cot. So now, don't wait anymore. <laughs> there she is. So he finds his mother. He finds Vagra there, um, who she's clearly aged a bit because they de-aged her for this. They like CGI de-aged her. And I thought her she just had a darker brown. wig. Yeah, I just thought maybe the darker wig. No, nah, they definitely older. CGI like smoothed her face too. Ah, it's a little, you can like tell around the eyes. That's always the dead giveaway. Well, there's um, the budget then. And yeah. <laughs> but uh, she, uh, so she's kind of like very unsympathetic. Just like, I told you so. Like, legit, I told you so. I told you this was going to happen, and maybe now you'll listen to me next time. Um, but the faking faking his death over the years becomes her idea. She's like, go west, go to Kirch, stay low for a while, and then come back when there's a problem that you can fix and fake your death. A noble come back name. name. Exactly. Because yeah. at this point, he's not, you know, he's not a noble. He's just anybody else. Um, but, yeah, he's, she's like, come back later when when you can do something. Uh, so that all becomes her idea. And then she starts talking. So this is the second time she's mentioned Merzost. And I don't, I'm wondering if they're ever going to explain that because she keeps saying it with no explanation. What is it? It's what we would call magic. So she she goes into it a little bit of talking about how the small science feeds you and Merzost feeds on you. So Merzost is like the darker side of Grisha power that you're not supposed to get into. It's like uh, creating something out of force. nothing. Um, like it's what Morozova did. It's uh, it's what he did when he created things. He used Merzost and it corrupts you and it feeds on you and it kills you. And she's like, you're trying to use this power that should not be used by anybody because you think you can handle it because he's a fucking narcissist. Um but she like says it multiple times in this scene. And I was like, you keep saying this word without telling anybody what it means. And to be fair, it doesn't even come up in Shadow and Bone once. The word Merzost is not mentioned once in the book. I don't think you get an explanation of that until, I'm assuming book two. I don't think they wait until book three. But yeah, so it like doesn't, but I was just like, you keep saying things, which is fine in a fantasy setting because you're always going to have new words and new terms and things, but you have to explain what they mean. They don't put any like uh, I don't know like a like a dictionary in the back of the book for for the words, do they? Not in this one, no, because you don't have to. There's a lot of um, a lot of fantasy books do that. There they have like a glossary of definitions, um, and I always yeah. appreciate those. But yeah, this one they don't need it because it's just told in exposition. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, so she brings up Merzost again. This is I think the second episode in a row because she mentions it when they're in the tunnels and she's talking to Alina about what he did, and it's like one of those things that if you're not if you're not looking for that word, you're kind of your brain just I feel like glosses over it as just like Well, because when you say it's so nonchalant in the sentence, yeah. it's just like, all right, well, okay, that's the thing. Like if you notice it at all, you're just like, okay, context clues, whatever that is, it's bad. But I he wants, thought it was like a, a deity. That's fair. That would also be a good yeah, because they don't explain it. But anyway. Yeah. Um I was gonna say maybe they'll say it in the next episode, but I doubt it. They're just gonna kind of got one that. more. I mean, who knows? But he decides he wants to make an army. And again, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to remember if that was ever his intention. 
Because I think his intention literally was the fold. To create the fold? Yeah, I think that's what he meant to do. Um, and I'm trying to think if uh, there's exposition. Because I just read Shadow and Bone. I finished Shadow and Bone a couple days ago. So I'm going off of the information I have from that book. I don't know if they say later if it was different. But Bagra straight up tells Alina. She's like, yeah, the fold was not a mistake. The Volcra were. He didn't mean to create the Volcra. They were all supposed to die. He didn't think that the people would stay alive and become these horrible beasts. He meant to make the fold. Okay, so if the fold is literally just darkness, what is that? Like, so say in a perfect plan of his, he just made the fold. It would have just been darkness. There's nothing inside the darkness. You can just walk through it. You know, It's, it's exactly what it see. is now. It's It's a thing that cuts your country down the middle or down the side. And creates this impenetrable, almost impenetrable past, and it creates a problem for you to solve. That you can. I guess it creates a problem, but from what I've seen, you can just kind of go through it, like get not rid of the, the creatures. Yeah, it's not easily, but it's just like. But nobody know, can get rid of the Volcra. It's been four hundred years, and nobody can get rid of them. You know, you get, you can kill a couple when you go through. No, I'm not talking about. I'm saying in his. Get. I'm saying his plan. I'm I'm specifically going on his yeah, plan yeah, yeah. in the book. If it's just without the Volcra and it's just to create a gigantic shadow, we've had mountains in the world, and that has been a problem to get to A to B. But we've solved it by getting through them. So it's like know, you man. would have slowed down, you know, progress, but ultimately you wouldn't have really done anything. It's just a deeper kind of, like, because it's not something like a mountain that you can just walk over. Like, this isn't, I don't know. I don't know what he thought he was doing, but That's as far I'm as saying. Bagra like, says, uh, he did He did do that on purpose, and the Volker were the only mistake, um, which is what seems like if he later on. I would have reversed it into being like, yeah, he wanted to, screw the army thing, but wanted to make the I would have been like, yeah, he wanted to make that, because that will divide the country. You can't come on this side because... These entities, these creatures are here and they will just kill you. But not because I wanted to make a shadow that I can just not look through. Okay, cool, bro. If anybody's listening and has a better memory of Siege and Storm and Ruin and Rising than I do and remembers something that I don't, if I'm missing something, let me know. But yeah, I don't remember there being like, I don't know. This whole backstory was was weird. So he goes, she mentions Merzost and how much he wants to use it. And then we get a looking through papers montage, which is like the third one that we've had in this series. You got to study, you know, uh, and that's the only way you show how to study. And he's picking up papers and he finds a little scrap of something and he picks it up and he starts saying some words in another language. And suddenly something's happening. He's got the black it, veins, like something's yeah, I was say going on. Starts creeping up his neck and yeah. He's, I don't know what we're doing. Absorbing paper. I don't know what, what we're doing. doing. That's so he's yeah, he's he's absorbing whatever magic I guess is in this, and it's feeding on him. Uh, and then there's troops outside, so he goes out to see the troops. They're surrounded. You know, he can't kill the guy because then they'll kill everybody else. And he decides to use this Merzos that he just learned two point five seconds ago. <laughs> Which I don't understand why they didn't just shoot him there. Right, like you see him start doing weird things, and he starts saying something. Just shoot the man. Wouldn't even wouldn't even hesitate. You just go right up to him and kill him. That's the problem with all of these people <laughs> and their their issues is, okay, you want this person dead. You need this person dead. Not even want. You just need this person dead so they will stop your plans. Kill them. Yep. You, you've been so, you know, gung- that's probably why Pecker was a good character you in the beginning. You gotta stop calling him Pecker. Because, what's his name? Pecker. It's Pecker. <laughs> he was a good character in the beginning because that's what he did right off the rip. 
he's like, I need this this uh, heart wrencher or whatever. And uh, she works for you. She's very loyal to you because you own this place. I think I should own this place. Let me go ahead and kill you. Yeah. So he pretty much did that. But then when he got to um, Kaz, Kaz, Kaz mm, nah, not so much. Not so much. He could have been over there right now doing crazy stuff. But, you know. He didn't get the job. Plot device. He could have <laughs> got the device. He could have got the, the job, I mean. But, but yeah, yeah so they, they don't, they, they don't they're not kill men him. of action. No, they don't kill him. They let him, like, you've got 9,000 dudes standing around him, but nobody kills him. They give him some time to say his little words and and use his hands and make them submit to him. And, and I guess they're supposed to, I don't know. I, were they supposed to be his army? I don't know what's happening. I but, think they were supposed to be the start. Yeah, yeah and then I think they were supposed to be the, start the fold him. is created from him. That effect by, the fold looks so, like, all of their budget went to the fold. The fold looks so good. Like that outside looking at that big giant wall of shadow. And then like the way, like that was the special effects team gets a big round of applause for this. I don't get to see it in 4K because I'm I know, I know. Not my 4K Just imagine though, if you were watching it in 4K, I could tell you. So it it just, it just looks like, I mean, it doesn't look bad. I've seen worse. Wow. You know, CG, but. No, it looks so good. So he creates the fold. And then you see him, fireman carrying Bagra through the forest, where I guess somehow he didn't die, she didn't die, everybody else did? Everybody else in the school? Yeah, I don't know how little... Bagra didn't die. I don't know. Which, again, when you're creating She's these a dark instances user, of things though, that didn't right? happen. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know. That was weird. But yeah, so he carries Bagra away. She sees the fold and is very much like, what the fuck did you just do? I told you one thing. I told you one thing. And I did that one thing. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, what did you do? And he says, I made something. And that is, you're not, you don't make things. Grisha do not make anything. So that's the, like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. He uh, didn't think that one through. That's what he should have did at the end of that. Like, I didn't think that one through. You know, my, my B. My B. Oh, man. I don't, yeah, he was, that was a weird flashback. We didn't need that. We didn't ask for that. Like, nobody, nobody needed that. But, okay. Uh, I think the the non-readers, I think that's who it's for. I'm telling no, you. No, why it's, do you, I just don't, they did not need to fridge a woman. They didn't need to do that, but okay. It's, it's they, they fridged a bunch of women in this already. They so very much have. It's, it's whatever. But while that's going on, actually 400 years later, uh, Jesper is just being a great nurse. He's a great nurse. He literally was doing nothing. He's a great nurse. You know, he's there for moral support. He's not vomiting. Oh, moral support now is is being a great nurse. Yes. Okay. I was gonna say, Next like, time you stitching... sit yourself up, I'll just leave. Okay? You can do shit by yourself. I'm okay. All right. I'm just saying it kind of seemed like somebody was doing all the hard work and somebody was trying not to vomit. And he were... didn't. And I'm proud of him. Good Lord. He didn't Good throw Lord. up. Uh, yeah, so Inej is having to, like, stitch herself up because her knife wound isn't healing on its own, which, again, why would it be healing on its own? It's been, like, 30 minutes since you got stabbed, as far as we can tell. They live in a world of magic. <laughs> could It could be something like that, where they all heal a little faster. But they're talking about their next steps, and Jesper is saying, like, we gotta go. Kaz wants to cut his losses. Very unlike Kaz. Did not. How isn't, isn't the world affected 
by Grisha are like why haven't they shown the world's like economy be affected by Grisha? Because I was thinking just with her being injured, wouldn't there be like a healer doctor somewhere or like a healer business somewhere? Well, it's hard outside of Ravka, Grisha do not live in the open because they will be hunted. But they're in Ravka right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but still, and like they're at that point, like they, it's kind of that same like trope of like, we can't go to the hospital. They'll ask questions. We just, we're on the run. They'll, I don't know. And there's, okay. And then also if Grisha are, you know, frowned upon, there would probably be some type of underground Grishas or something like that. Right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who's writing this thing? Wow. Right, should I take the reins? Wow. That's what I'm. I'm just saying. But yeah, Inej is, is uh, stitching herself up. And at one point, he's like, why do you know how to do this? And she's like, oh, from the menagerie. And he goes, oh, that's dark. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to, we don't need to. Yep. Yeah. That's which again, goes back to the ratings on this. And I was like, how dark are we going to get here? Because again, 14. Well, they're calling it a menagerie, first of all. Yes. And I feel like that's a softer word. It's very much a euphemism for the brothel exactly it's 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 but to have to use a euphemism as opposed to just being like i learned this at the brothel yeah because that's br- true brothel opens the door to oh now we then can the be naive. start asking what's a brothel exactly we can be naive with the menagerie we can be like uh, oh that's a place or the white rose or the orchid or any of the exactly. other ones they've mentioned be like, oh, she got she learned how to stitch people up there. Is that a hospital? Did she get scratched yeah. by a tiger? Or yeah, or 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 even if they want to, if their kid is you know a little dark, they can be like, oh, she probably didn't follow the rules and got beat by Helene or whatever. And it's like, mm, maybe <laughs> too. Yeah, I guess that's probably something that may have happened once or twice. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like, honey, I'll teach you about fetishes later. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Non-consensual knife play, Aaron. Wow. It's just a stabbing. It's just a stabbing it's at that point. It's just a stabbing. That's all it is. Oh, love! I love putting inside jokes that nobody's going to understand and makes no sense. They nobody wants to it. hear. Well, the police will understand it. Good <laughs> but God. they write up their report. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Inej is very adamant at this point that she can't go back. And Jesper's like, yeah, yeah, I know. So she's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. I cannot go back. Like, she will. She's not She's not doing it. Um, yeah. And, you know, I like I like this moment. I really like this moment between Jesper and Inej. Because we haven't had enough of them together. We've had a lot of uh, Inej and Kaz. We've had a lot of uh, Kaz and Jesper. But I love Jesper and Inej to get, like, their friendship is just... I love them so much. I always feel like they are a little closer than Kaz and Jesper would be. I think it's It's just really hard to be close to Kaz, if you haven't noticed. The man doesn't exactly open himself up to friends. Because I'm like, you you know, you got the the one friend, like in a group, there's at least two friends that aren't, that are friends, but there's the one person that ties them together. And if those two are just by themselves, it's like, I feel like that's freaking... Kaz, like Kaz and uh, Jesper. If those two are in a room longer than five minutes, they're like, uh, I don't know what to talk about. Wow. Well, like if they're just hanging, if it's I not think business. anybody and Kaz in a room. That's very okay. true of. Because I'm like, if it's not business, then what are they around for? You know, I feel like Jesper and Inaj would have uh, at least some type of fun time. I think Jesper is Kaz's 
best friend in the way that Kaz can have a best friend. Like in the way that he has any friends, like Kaz, Jesper's as close as you get. But there's definitely a lot more um, effort in the friendship on Jesper's part. Hmm. Kaz is just not an open individual. He's got he's got some issues. He's he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, sure he is. <laughs> sure he is. As well as Alina and Maul also doing fine. The amount of sun imagery with these two is getting a little on the nose. You gotta uh, show that their their little romance is blossoming and times, the sun's rising around them. I get them. that she's the sun summoner, but at all times the sun is somewhere like it's either behind Maul when he's confessing to her, or they're watching it rise to get. I get it. I get it. The sun. I truly do. I she's truly the do. sun summoner. She's the sun summoner. So she comes to the. You know, they're talking about going to get the stag, um, and she talks about how she has to be the one to kill the stag. We skip over a conversation here where, again, we're already going dark, but we literally skip over her telling him to kill her. Because she, yeah, she has that, <laughs> that moment of like, you know, we're going to do this, but if they catch me, you cannot let me go back. And she flat out begs him to kill her if it comes to it. And he like, I... it's like, um, like he won't do it. He refused. He gets all angry and she makes him swear that if it comes to it and if she's going to get caught, he needs to slit her throat. Yeah, it's probably best they left that out. No, we're going, we can go dark with the brothel with the 14 year old, but we can't do it. Menage what are we menage doing? Menagerie, menagerie. That's not, it's not a brothel. It's mm. a menagerie. Mm -hmm. So okay. I'm like sitting here. I was like, okay, this is where this conversation is going to happen. And you're going to get some like different emotions out of them. No, no, you're not. They're just happy. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I, I literally, my note just says, are we skipping over the part where she tells him to kill her? <laughs> yes, we are. I but think we, uh, it wouldn't we, have fit. It wouldn't have fit. Yeah. Not like, with this like happy go lucky. The two of them thing we got going on here. There's no like, there's nothing to point towards a suicide. <laughs> she just can't go like, back. That's what that is. It yeah, is. I mean that's that's fine. She can't go back, but like, yeah, no. Nah, basically, she's she knows what the Darkling wants to use her for. She knows because um, Bagra told her, you know, he wants to use you to expand the fold, and so she's like, if he gets his hands on me, countless <laughs> people are gonna die. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you can't even. So, if I can't get away, then that's what we're going down to because I'm not going to kill all these people. I don't necessarily know what he and like what his abilities are or what he intends to do. Is he really trying to undo what he did, or is he trying to expand the fold? He's trying to expand that's the thing the fold. that I. Okay, because I don't think it's been outright just said. So Bagra, Bagra told her because Alina was like, no, he's trying to destroy the fold. And Bagra says, no, he's trying to expand it. He wants to use it as a weapon. Which. Oh, how? So essentially it's going to be it's going to be his nuke. You know, you don't do what we want. I will move the fold into your co entire country and take all of you out. You don't you don't want to cooperate. That's fine. I'll take all of you out. OK, because when she said expand, I'm thinking just stretch it longer, you know, or maybe engulf his country in it no so he will in... yeah he will eat west ravka he will eat the shuhan he will eat uh fierda if they don't want to cooperate he'll just move it into their territory okay 
So that's his plan. So she's like, this is going to murder a whole fuck ton of people. Um, So, you know, if it comes to that, don't let him take me because I don't want to be responsible for that. But before they get to that, before she gets to, you know, so pleasantly ask him to kill her, uh, Maul hears the stag. And I guess this is how we're going with him being a tracker. Like, he just hears this tone. We don't really get any exposition on the fact that he's just a ridiculously good tracker. That's, is that in the book? He is, I mean, they call him the tracker. Like, everybody that's not her just always calls him, you know, her tracker. And he's always been, like, they've said since he was a child, he could make rabbits out of rocks. Like, he could find animals where there were no animals. He could find anything at any time. Um, Rabbits out of rocks, okay. Okay. It was just, like, something they used to say when he was a kid. Uh, And so when she hears that there was an expedition to track the stag and he joined, she was, like, not at all surprised. She's like, yeah they would probably recognize really fast that he's the best tracker in the army and they can't do this without him. Um, and he's straight up like, he he's like a little shy about it. He doesn't want to say, you know, he doesn't want to be cocky about it, but he's like, I don't think they can find, cause again, there's a whole expedition going for this tag. And he's like, I left them. I don't think they'll ever find it without me. I think I'm the only one that's ever going to be able to find them. Hmm. So he is a like preternaturally good tracker. And we don't really talk about that. He just hears a high pitched mosquito tone, and he's like, there "Yeah, it is. no, nothing in nothing in the the show has ever shown anything by that. He's uh, pretty good at being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, but nothing has shown like his skills as a tracker. Like, I don't think just like anything. He doesn't he really wanders have... into yeah. stuff. Like, there's <laughs> nothing about him that makes you think he's like a particularly good soldier or anything." Yeah, no, not at all. You're just kind of there. Not at all. Again, I don't know who this man is. He's the tracker. But they do <laughs> yes. find they do find the the stag. He lines up the shot for Alina, and she won't take it. She's like, yeah, I mean, he's it, real right, rightfully so. I mean, everything she's heard about what she can or is supposed to do comes from uh, an unreliable source. So now that you're in the moment. And you got this thing in your sights, and you're like, mm, let me rethink this. Maybe there is another way. Uh, so that's the way to- they do it in the show. Yeah. So in the book, so she she sees a stag and she's like, well, maybe there's another way. Maybe we can do this without killing it. Um, in the book, she chooses not to kill it, but she knows that there's no other way. She's like, I either kill it or this doesn't work, and I refuse to kill it. Like, I just can't do it. Um, she sees it and she's like sitting there and she goes up and she's touching it and she's like, I can't, I can't kill this creature. And she knows that she has to, she knows there's no other way. So later on when it dies anyway, and it was killed by the darkling and he has that, that control, she has all this guilt because she's like, what would have been different if I had just killed it? Because she didn't go into it. She didn't refuse to kill it knowing there was another way. She refused to kill it knowing there was no other way. And that plays into her own guilt and her own feelings of, you know, I don't know. So I guess it's easier to swallow this way where she's like, there's another way. Maybe they lied to me. Well, I mean, all she did say was maybe there is another way. It's just she just doesn't. She's not a thousand percent sure. Yeah. So. But she touches it and there's a big light show and ooh, pretty, pretty. And then, oh, my God, that's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. Arrow right to the chest. Yep. And it goes down. The whole time. I think it was the first time and maybe because I'm all about humans, you know, Mm -hmm. like uh, me personally, I'm like humans over animals. 
because wow, that's usually just you know because I am a human. I would I would you know I'm a human. I got to be that way. So this was the first time, and it's I think simply because all these characters are stupid, like <laughs> and unintelligent, is that I was just like really rooting for this deer to kind of just get up and mow down like no, at least six No, you know why? Them. Because they gave him Disney eyes. It was even before when they were just they hunting him. And eyes. he was looking at them like, you guys don't want to, you know, maybe have a chat before we just put an arrow in me or, you know, because I was fine out here on my own. Like I. <laughs> for like I 400 years. Yeah, it wasn't even touching anybody. Like not a threat. Is literally my name translated in Fjord. Wow. <laughs> That's what it is. So what why why are we coming after me all of a sudden? And even when he gets shot and lays down on the ground, and there's the big like scene where she's got the the, the bubble shield around everybody, and Mal has like inching her way towards uh her with the knife, like, you gotta kill it, you gotta kill it. <laughs> And the thing is looking back like, no, you, you don't. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I don't know who the dark person over there is, but none of you have to kill me. You know that, right? I'll be fine. Don't even have to heal me. I'll just limp away. I'm good. <laughs> just leave. Oh, it's the so, Disney eyes. It got me. Probably one of one of the best uh, scenes from an animal I've ever seen. Oh, I mean, it's not, bad. All it's in, not bad. It's not bad. All in the facial features and eyes. So good actually on the CG for them. That was that was done. That's their entire perfect. CG budget went to the fold and the stag and well spent. Well spent. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was good. Uh, but yeah, down goes the stag. Maul takes an arrow to the back, goes right through his chest. He's getting messed up. Again, things that didn't, he would, no, it didn't happen, but whatever. Um, her light is blue now, now that she's touched the stag for some reason. It's blue, like like the fabricator light, which was... I mean, she makes suns, right? There's blue suns. Okay, Superman. It's somewhere. Oh, there. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. But uh, yeah, so uh, she yanks that arrow out of Maul. This is brutal. There's like some brutal violence in this. I'm I'm here for it. Uh, it's rough. It's real rough. But then, I, but then the Darkling comes in with his cape, and you forget about everything else. Look at that cape flow. Yeah, his what entrance, entrance was very dramatic. Very dramatic. Yes, he which comes is in like I he's love because that's villain, so one. that is so him. He is a dramatic narcissist asshole. Like that is exactly what he wants you to look at him as. Like he, you know, he practiced that entrance. You know, he's like in his rooms. He's like, okay, I like this cape because it flows really well, and like maybe I can make wind with my shadows. And like, oh, look at that. This man is the most dramatic asshole. That's terrible. That's terrible. And I was like, yeah, that let's see more of this. That'd be enough for me to stop in the middle of a, this this tense situation and be like, really, dude? Really? Yeah. I understand, but, like, did you have to make that entrance? You Come did. On. You did. And then he uh, he goes to cut the stag. And again, Alina stops it with her bubble shield, which, like, I guess. Yeah. But, she's got the she's got that glow. But again, it kind of in the, in the, the book, it's one of those, like... It's things that like don't really matter, but they're a little weird when you're, you've you read the book and you kind of know. So she jumps in front of the stag with no protection. She's just like hoping that he won't kill her because he needs her. She doesn't use a shield. She doesn't know how to use a shield. She just jumps in front of it after he he has to like turn his body at the last second and cuts down a bunch of trees on accident. Oh, uh, okay. So she doesn't have this I like mean... big old shield for everybody, which again, I mean, Maul isn't shot. So like you don't really have to protect him as much. 
is. He's fine. But I, but I'm guessing if there's um, one episode left, we can't have this character still seem like she's un, you know, trained with her powers this close to yeah. the you know the climax of the whole story. So. No climax yeah, of part one of the story. It's a trilogy. Or if part, you know, we're looking at it as a story right now. If we don't get renewed, it's we probably gotta, gotta get renewed. You never know these things. It could have came out and been crap. CG could have been garbage. You know, story could have been garbage. They could have killed a bunch of just random black people. Well, they did that. They did that. Sorry. They they did that. Yes. That's they, true. They did that. I'm not gonna yes. lie. That's true. Um, so yeah, so they get to the point where Maul is injured, um, and if she steps away from the stag, they'll heal him. So she steps away and lets them kill the stag. And, uh, they heal Maul. I'm, yeah, I mean, he said what he was gonna do. Or he if didn't she, lie. Uh, he did not. He this did time. not. Wow. This time. Uh, and then we go back to the crows, and my first thought, because Inej comes out, Kaz is sitting by a fire by himself, brooding, as as one does, and Inej comes and hands him his cane, is like, oh, Jesper fixed your cane, and my first thought was, when did it break? Did we see that? I thought maybe in the fight between the, the firebender. I feel like he had it no? after that, though. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It just distracted either. me, but That's anyway, she I brings assumed. out his cane. Yeah. yeah, I just assumed it was the firebender one. So and then you get you get a little Kaz and Inej moment where you know she's she's gonna leave and she's like you don't have anything to say to me nothing not one thing. I what are they? That's a great question. That's that's the question that she should have asked. What are we? Hmm? That's a great question. Like uh, this employment thing can only last for so long before you know is there something here or is there nothing here? It's Kaz Brecker. All right, the man is not. Man, he's just not. Uh, well, then I guess he just won't then. And that's why I'd be like, peace out. If you're not, that means you won't. I'm out. But, you know, as she's leaving, he says the words everyone wants to hear. You were right. No. Everyone every wants to woman hear wants to hear. <laughs> Those are the three words everyone wants to hear. You were every right. woman wants to hear that. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Don't say everyone. Everyone wants to hear that. <laughs> Because when she said that, I was like, the first thing she's going to say, about what? Because she wants specific. Yep. And then she turned literally around and was like, about, about what? what? I'm like, you know. Good I, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Everyone girl. wants to hear that. Yeah, they do. Everyone like, wants no, to hear that. No, there are specific people that no. want to hear that. That need. Not even want. That need to hear that. And she was right. So life. he should say it. I'm not saying she wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she mm-hmm. wasn't at she all. She deserves it. He needed to say it. But they're both, I mean, he's he's still like a stubborn person. Not them both, but he's still just going to be a stubborn person. Because as far as she's, you know, right about everything, um, he still just cannot admit that she's 100%. That's why that's a big 80%. moment for him to say that's that she's not, right. Because Kaz Brecker doesn't say that. All right? Kaz yeah, Brecker is never wrong. That's horrible. Well, so that Brecker means, you know, it means a little person. something that she was right. But yeah, so he says, you know, she's right about the Sun Summoner. He can't make it work in his brain that it was a trick. Um, but you're like, he's not going to meet her all the way. He's like, she's not a saint. She's just a person who has a power that hasn't been seen in a while. But you were right about her. You yeah. Know. And they, I guess that's their progression. It is you know. because, you know, she asks, you know, what the hell do you believe in then? Because she's, her religion is very much core to her as a person. 
Um, it's what keeps her going. Like she, she really is all about her faith. It's very important to her. So it's, it's weird to her that he doesn't have anything like that because how does he go on? Like in this terrible, like they live in a terrible place and all these things happen to them. And like, how do you keep going? You know, what do you believe in? And you get a little bit like, this is more of, we haven't earned this from him. But, you know, he believes in her and he believes in Jesper and he believes in his crew and his crows. And like you get you get a really nice moment from Kaz, which I love as a reader, but which the audience has not earned from him one bit. Um, I feel like throughout this course of this series, they have yeah, a little it, bit. This, maybe this was a lot for him. This this is I feel like, yeah, throughout the course of the series, they have if they're not reading at all. You're you're taking it as I am. you've read six of crows, so you know everything that goes on with him and his personality and Don't the things that he it. does. Uh, you could have just left it. At I know f- everything. You could have just left it there. Well, no, I'm not Kaz, and I'm not going to say you're right. How so dare you? <laughs> this is this is what's happening. You know everything that he does in the future, and also could play into. Mm, did he actually grow from any of this experience if he's doing all these same things in the future in Six of Crows and then relearns again? Like he just made the same mistakes twice or something like that? I don't know because I don't know, you know what ask. happens. It's a great thing to ask. But, but uh... so, so now that we have these characters, though, and this quote-unquote backstory uh, with them that's all made up, before we started this, I was like, if they're not in it, like, then they won't be changed by anything that happens by it. But they're in it. That's what I'm saying. And, and they're fully changed by it. Like, all of them are changed by yeah. it. The experience that they've had through this whole thing isn't just a thing where they just crossed paths in the night and didn't see each other. They bumped right into each other and they spoke. got married for a full year. And then they broke up because they had to. This is exactly what happened. So when Six of Crows comes out, it will be interesting to see if these are the same freaking characters. Yeah, like what kind of character development carries over? I don't think, I feel like they won't do I think they're going to DC the thing. These aren't connected universes. No, I think they'll have to and it'll just feel weird. Like they'll have to continue with the character development and it'll just feel weird for us. Um, people I, who've read I, the for books. you. Yeah. Yeah. I was us gonna say. People who've read the book, it'll feel off, but they're going to, there's going to be a weird balancing act. They have to figure out there. I feel like I'm going to hear from you a lot of, well, why would he act like this now? Yeah. <laughs> if you already yeah. had this character development previously. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I mean, they haven't gone into... There's a lot to still explore with all of them as characters. There's a lot to explore still there, um, especially with him and actually with all of them. I think the only person that we have a real lock on their backstory to the tiniest extent is Inej. Inej, You know, she's Suli. You know, she was kidnapped when she was 14. You know, she was sold to the brothel. Like, you kind of have that bit of her story. Although they haven't really talked about, like, her culture and and anything. Um, But she's the only... You don't really have anything on Jesper's backstory. You really don't have anything on Kaz's backstory. Um, he's still the mysterious bastard of the barrel. So there's still stuff there. But, like, yeah, this is kind of turning Kaz into, like, not the same person almost that you start Six of Crows with. So we'll see how they balance mm. that. Like I'm saying, more tragedy. this was a big yeah, was a big moment for him. This is a big moment for him. You need one more tragedy to erase everything that just happened. Yeah, I mean, maybe. 
but yeah, he has his, his his speech about crows and how they remember the people that are kind to them, and and nobody's you know no saints ever watched over him the way that she has. So why would he mm-hmm. believe in saints? He believes in what he can see and what he's you know has, and uh, and that he won't let her go back to the menagerie. And then deep deep inside uh, Inaj, she believes after hearing that I must be a saint. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she was thinking. Blasphemy, my man. Yeah, sure. Blasphemy. Deep, deep down, deep down, that's what it is, everybody. Just just know that. When you look into her eyes in that scene, she's like, this is a big moment for us and a big moment for me wow. and my sainthood. Good that's God. That's exactly what this is. How dare you. Yep. Oh, I mean, see, I didn't want to get here. We got to talk about this disgusting collar. This is nasty. What are you talking about? Why? It's fashionable. I have, I'm so, I would love to sit down with the art department and figure out why they made the decision to make amplifiers like grow out of your, it's disgusting. He, so, so in the book, it's a, what? It's you just wear explain, it. Well, ex- explain to the people what you're talking about. Cause you just kind of jumped into <laughs> everything. So we no. go back to Alina and the Darkling, and David makes the collar. So they 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 take the antlers. He makes the collar right then and there, and then he fuses it with her body. It's disgusting. It is. Gr- wow. You got thorns, horns growing out of her skin. It's the nastiest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know why. It, so in the book, it's literally just a collar. He fashions it around her neck. And it is un, you know, she can't break it. She can't take it off. She can't get rid of it. She can't remove it without removing her head. It's just there. So he fuses mm. it to her skin in in the show, and fuses a piece of it to the darkling for some like reason. The, the stump to the back of his yeah. hand or something like. And that. And he's like, "Well, now yeah. that you both have the same amplifier, you have all the access to her powers." What? I don't know how that works. Well, he no, said theoretically. I don't know either. He did say the. He said he did it's say theoretically. theoretically at the end. Yeah. So David does so work in theory. Well, David doesn't work at all. His character just doesn't work. I, I don't you. know why he's in there. You could have replaced that for anybody else. How dare you? His char- you guys his listening missed the conversation where Aaron thought you could have just combined uh, Ivan and David, and I'm like, they're two yeah. different orders. You cannot yeah, combine you the Inferni and the Fabricator. You a thousand percent could have no. just. Combine them two. That's you not how You could have just works. been like, you could have been like, Ivan is not uh, an inferny. He's a fabricator. No. And this is what he's doing. Absolutely this not. This is what you could have done. You already took his Oprichniki status from him, okay? You can't take his inferny status from him. Yep. I'm taking it all, and he's just going to wear a purple coat, you know? And you, you know what? Worst. It'll be it'll be purple with red stripes. You are the worst. That's a, not, just, I hate you. Just for a, just for a nod. I hate to, you so <laughs> to much. The, to the books. Just so he fuses the, and again, this is a thing where like Alina knows him a little bit. She knows David a little bit. So in the books, she's like pleading with him not to do this. And he can barely look at her. He's like very uncomfortable with what's happening. But, you know, he's, this is what he was told to do. And this is what, you know, he made. And so she's sitting there like, don't do this to me. Don't, what the fuck is happening? And he just does it. So we don't get that moment between them. And so, again, you kind of lose this idea that she knows David. Um, I don't know. Everybody loses the idea that David is to be known because That's- he's not. <laughs> like, he is just simply David not. David did get shafted. He kind of did. He gets two to ten lines every time he gets seen. You know what? He got a paycheck. And that's it. Yeah, okay. 
I, but, his, if his character is so much more in the book, though, it's kind of like, is that's it? He's Jared Leto's Joker. They cut wow. out all the scenes. Wow, that's what it is. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. So. The Darkling and Alina are now fused. Um, his disgusting skin condition on his hand that he now has with the stump of an antler. This nasty. I just want to have a yep. conversation with the art department. Why did we do this? Why did we do this? Um, and you know what? I, I mentioned it back in like episode two. They have not shown Zoya's bare wrist since. So I haven't been able to confirm like what it, because we saw the screenshot, but like I want to see it. it though. I want to see it close up. All right. And How like Ivan and Fedor. I think Ivan and Fedor both have amplifiers. One of them does for uh, sure. Not in the show, it. in the book. Okay, so they don't show them too much. I'm like, uh, I like close up that is because what did this change do for anything? Nothing. It's disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. But I mean, so the Darkling's talking about, you know, what's the only thing more powerful than both of us? It's both of us together. We can end wars. We can protect the Grisha. We can. So like, these are all the things that he tells other people, and that ostensibly he tells himself as to why he is the way he is. You know, he wants to do good things. He wants to end wars. He wants peace. He wants to. To protect the Grisha, but she immediately calls him out on on your terms. You only want yes. it on your terms, and if you're the one that gets to be the savior, because you're a fucking yeah, who, narcissist. He's he's uh, trying to convince himself through convincing her, yeah, but it's not working. And that's what know. he's been doing for four hundred years. So like he, exactly. like a lot of villains, doesn't see himself as the villain. Like he thinks that he's a good guy. He's doing he's doing what needs to be done, which other people are not strong enough to do, which is a very like common thing that assholes think about themselves. Ah. Uh, I don't know what happened. I just have a note that says Jess. Oh, Jess and then a laughing face because Inej calls him Jess and has like a whole conversation with Kaz about Jess and he's like Jess? Like he didn't listen to anything. He stopped when he heard her call him Jess. Yeah, and it's, he's like, you lost me. What's her name? Suli or what's her, her name uh, is Inej. No, her her culture. I oh, Suli, uh, yes. Suli. She. He's like, it's Suli for friendship or friend. She's like, or something no, like it's that. not. <laughs> I yeah, love him. Good. I love they're, him. They're they're probably where they should have started this thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. They they should have just had six of crows and just been like, we can, and then get you excited for the prequel, which. Then it technically would be a prequel. Wow, really? You know? I'm just letting you know how prequels really? work. <laughs> they, I, I think they could have, but I think it's fine the way that they did it by starting with Shadow and Bone. Um, I'm still not sold on adding in the Six of Crows content, but I do agree that it makes for a better show because I forgot it, until I read, so I reread Shadow and Bone this week, and I forgot how short that book is. It's only... It's, I don't actually I wanted to check the word count and I can't remember. It's like 350 pages, but the text is really big and the pages are really small. So like mm. an eight hour show for Shadow and Bone, you could have gotten every single piece in there. Um, and then if you want to do that for all three, like you could have done that. But I do agree that the crows are much more compelling characters in a lot of ways. Um, there are definitely people that prefer the Shadow and Bone characters, but I think Six of Crows has a wider appeal and it's usually seen as the better series of the two just because you just love the crows like the the storyline the characters are just chef's kiss perfection yeah they definitely are the highlight of this this series so as they watch their their way out burn to the ground it, it'll be interesting to see them in the future more you know i can't 
wait until we get to their season. And like, I don't want them to shove Six of Crows into a different story because it deserves its own series. Because you could do so much with that. You could do so, I I want it. I want it so bad. So I'm hoping they don't like shove the next, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how, how they kind of go from here. Um, but we head back to, after they watch their train blow into smithereens uh, and they have to find a new way out because that was their ride home. Uh, we go back to Alina and this is where, again, we're missing pieces of this story that kind of add to it. So when they, when she and the Darkling and, and uh, you know, Ivan and Maul and everybody arrives back, he's, she has to pretend that she's happy because nobody knows that she ran. They didn't tell mm. anybody. As far, all he told everybody was that she has been in isolation, um, preparing for her journey to fix, like, to, uh, you know, through the fold. So nobody wow. knows that she's gone. Nobody knows that she ran. And, like, she clearly looks really haggard. Because, again, it's been many weeks that she's no, been on it's the been, lamb. It's been about four hours. It's, it was a whole four-hour trip. It's been weeks, Aaron. And it's been a four-hour so, like, trip. She gets there, and everybody's super happy to see her. And, like, they get worried, and they're like, well, you look rough. And she has to, like, pretend that she's happy to be there and that she was just training and that she's, you know, so excited that it's finally here. And like, she can't let any, she can't let on to anybody what's actually happening. And it's not until Genya mm. comes to visit her that Genya, she realizes, knows to an extent what's going on and has known the whole time. And we get your uh, Genya moment too, that you were discussing. We do. Uh, we get a couple of them. So she walks in in her red kefta and Alina points it out. She's like, oh, look at you in red. But again, you didn't lay the foundation for why that's important. If you don't understand that white is servants' colors and Genya has been looked down on by her own people her whole life for that, like you don't get how important that red kefta is to her. And even beyond, you know, why she was always willing to do so much to get to that point. Yeah, because I never looked, at her as a person that was looked down upon by anybody. Mm -hmm. She was always boss mode uh, Jenga. So Jenga. It, You're it killing was, me with these I, names. We are seven episodes and seven conversations into this. You're killing me with the names. And, and I have said for years to you that I am not good with names. And I if hate you're gonna it. Throw, if you're going to throw fictional names at me, I'm going to be even worse. Oh, my so, God. So, you know. I, I'm putting effort, actual effort. I'm making you effort. a pronunciation guide the next time we do this. Whatever. So I can go, like, checks notes yeah. every single time. Yep. So, um, yeah, no, I always got that she was, like, the the only person that she answered to was King. That's literally the only person I ever thought was the yeah. person she answered Again, to. Like, they just, yeah. So you lose a lot of Genya because you lose her motivation for things. Because Alina is... Alina finds out, I, oh, because she does the same thing. She's like, you need to get word to the king that this is happening. Like, she thinks Genya is still on her side, doesn't think she knows anything that's going on. And Genya is like, yeah, no, I've known basically since you got here what direction this was going. One. One? One? The direction. That is wow. One direction. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> um, yeah, and so she has these, like, Alina has to balance these feelings of betrayal by the person that she thought was her only true friend in all of this. True. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then so Genya finally starts to talk a little bit about what she's dealt with over the years with the king and the fact that, yeah, this man has been raping her for years. So she is willing to kill him. She will kill his whole fucking family. She does not care. 
Um, but it never occurs to her the way it occurs to Alina, Alina that it's the Darkling's fault. He didn't protect her. He put her in that position and then he didn't do anything to stop it. Yeah, because he just, for his own means. Like, yep. she's just, uh, she's not, she, she was like, I'm a soldier. And he was like, mm, you're an appendage for him to use. Or you're a tool for him to use. But that's what she that's was what told she... all the time, was that she was a spy, she was a soldier, she was instrumental to this plan. He needed her. Instrument is the word. Yeah, you go. Were, that was it. So you she was just... a spy for the Darkling. Um, adding in that she was the one intercepting Alina's mail is just another kick to the gut. That's not in the book, but like, I guess I get, you know, it's an easy thing to tie in there. Um, yeah, because I mean, you said the letters weren't in there. He's illiterate, so now he's <laughs> well, not. Well, I mean, her, so gotta... Alina's letters to Maul. I guess you're supposed to understand from the show that she was giving them to Genya to send and then Genya just never sent them. I just figured both ways, though. She intercepted yeah. and didn't send. And so. then just passed him off to the Darkling, apparently, because he read all of them. Because <sighs> he's got the time. You, you got the time to sit and read these letters, you know, that are apparently months and months of letters, right? Very many he's months. He's writing for a long, for he's writing a long time. But yeah, you're fighting a war, but you got time to entertain yourself with the letters of, you know, he does. One person. Okay, cool. So. Cool. Yeah, so that they kind of have their their back and forth, and she's trying to convince Genya that like you know you're just a tool, you're just a pawn, you know none of us, you know this is his game. He doesn't actually give a shit about any of us. It's all about about him, and she's kind of the only one catching on to this at this point. But whatever, she's working on it. She's working on it. Is she? She's she trying. storms out. She's trying. Hmm. I don't know. I think Poor she, girl. I mean, rightfully so, she wants revenge. Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's kind of hard to see. I know she could sympathize with uh, Alina, but like 11 years old to now. Yeah, I don't know when it started, but it was very, it was young. I don't know that it started I'm right just away. I'm going with but 11. Was, yeah. It's so it's still it's a a very long time to just toss away that that feeling. Yep. Like you can't. You're still living with it, basically. Like it's still happening. And this is the path that you see that could end it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know. I totally understand Genya. So Yeah, no, I understand her too. She's 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 definitely been a uh uh interesting character. And I'm glad they expounded upon her, you know, backstory and just leave it as shallow as that throwaway line. I, know, I was going to be so, I was like, if that never comes up again, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a problem. Uh, but no, I'm glad, we, I'm glad we got back to it. Um, so we head back to the crows and Kaz, as one does, has another plan. So I wish He's they'd the gone brains, a yeah. little bit more into it because uh, Inej catches on that like he has a plan and she kind of intimates that uh like he's maybe had it the whole time he is always working about like seven different plans at once like always yeah he's always got a backup for a backup for a backup for a backup so she kind of catches on she's like wait a minute this is another kaz you know instance how long have you been planning this one you want to use her to get across that's that's what you're planning here so that's what he's planning they want to use alina to get across the fold because that's going to be their only way at this point I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know what she can do. And so just bank on her. Like, go for it. This is plan number one. You know, he should still also have plan two and three, just in case. You know? Yes. 
and he, 17 happens, and 18 and he has all of them exactly he's a planner so we'll see how that he's a 15 we'll year old planner one. no he's not he's 29 <laughs> the man is 30 he's he, is he like in real life? I have 30? no idea how old Freddie Carter is, but he looks. Oh, he's a he's a Carter family member. Nice. Wow. wow. Nice. He does look like he's twenty nine. I would say late late twenties. We'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, so the they're eyes. gonna they're gonna use uh, Alina to get across the fold, and then uh, as he says, it's up to Inej what she wants to do from there. And she's gonna we, stay. We get you this. We get this really weird conversation between the Darkling and Maul. And I um, don't care for it. I almost said his line too when they're because he's basically explaining to him like, and he's I mean almost he, he's pretty much right. He's like we age slowly, mm-hmm. you know. You're gonna grow up, die. Time is gonna take you. That's just inevitable. I've been here for hundreds of years. She will be here for hundreds of years. Time will wear her down, and she'll be on my side. That's his thought process. Um. And I was just like, I mean, on one hand, he's right of she's going to stay young while you're going to grow and just be old. So even if you guys win this battle, you're going to grow up and die. She's going to stay this young person forever and watch you die. Or at least for a very you know, long time. For a very long time. Um, but on the other hand of, you know, She's going to come to my side after a little while. I was like, I don't know. I mean, she could be just as stubborn as you are, bro. <laughs> just be like, nah, this whole time we, we we just live long, but you're still in the wrong. Like, Well, and I think kind of it bugs me that they took things that he says to her and conversations he has with her and gave it to Maul. Um, because that's a conversation he has with Alina. He straight up tells her, he's like, you can hate me. That's fine. Hate is exhausting. You will tire of hate. And I will still be here. You are going to wear this collar for the rest of your very, very long life. And I will be right here whenever you decide that you're done with that. I'll still be here. And, like, it's dark as fuck. And this is where we get into the, like, we're getting into this thing where if you are still, like, if you actively wish for a Darkling and Alina relationship, you need therapy. Like, straight up. Or you just want the bully. You need therapy. They need therapy, too. But like the bully one. it starts like he's getting real dark because he doesn't have to pretend anymore. He doesn't have to pretend to be the good guy. Um, he doesn't have to pretend. And and I think to an extent, he thinks that he cares for her in a, in a way. So, again, it's these things that he doesn't notice about himself. He doesn't see himself the way that he truly is. Um, but yeah, so when you take away conversations that he has with her to give them to Maul so they can have this like bro like she chose me, dude. Like, you're out of luck, Shadow Man. Like, ah, it was gross. I, like, didn't need this in my life. I mean, Maul's stance was just, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna kill you eventually, dude. Which was like, like why would you ever tell your captor that? Like, if you leave me alive, I will hunt you down and kill Okay, so let me kill you. What just happened with Inej I, and her charge? Like, yeah, why would you ever you, say you that? You don't spoil your master plan to, you know... You should throw him off. Like, you know what? I give up. I don't care. Do whatever you want. But in your mind, you know, I'm going to kill this person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just going to Maul's get this person. Maul's stupid in this instance. They're it's, all stupid. <laughs> they're all, it's all stupid. But uh, he's a, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. I don't, I didn't love this. Um, you know, you get a lot of good darkling lines. Uh, you know, he's talking about, you know, she'll grow, you'll grow old, then you'll die, whatever. I'm not going to kill you. 
time will do it for me. Like, what a power move. Yeah. What a power. Yeah. Speaking of lines, I mentioned there's a line in the book people are going to be mad we didn't get. And I and feel it's... bad. It's earlier. It's when they finds their, uh, he finds Alina and Maul with the stag. And he's, like, cornering them. And he, like, flat out is, like, did you tell him, like, what, 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 what was going on? Like, and I think, I want to say it's, um, did you tell him, did you tell the boy how willing you were to give yourself to me? Did you tell him what I showed Dang. you in the dark? And it's, like, it's a slap. Does he and it's... bend over and just whisper in Maul's ear? My penis. is That's what she showed me. That's what I showed her in the dark. And it's like, such, what? like, a power move Darkling line that, oh, my, people are going to be mad they took that out. There's a couple good Darkling lines they got rid of that people are going to be upset about. Wait, who, where do we just watch? Oh, I mean, she got she got that type of line from uh, what's her name? Noya. No. Oh, Zoya. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Zoya. Yeah. When they were fighting, and she was talking about Mal. Yeah. So, I mean, they got a version of no, because nobody wants it from character. Zoya. They want it from the Darkling. Uh, okay. They want well. it from the Darkling. All right. But yeah, so they have their little like bro out. We're gonna fight over this girl moment. Um. And whatever, whatever. He's tied up somewhere. And I guess we're just going to leave him there. But we go Are back. Are we so leaving him there? We're leaving him there, apparently. That's the okay. thing that we're doing. Uh, mm -hmm. So we head back to the crows where they have hatched their plan to get on the uh, the the skiff. And they're going to pretend they're going to go in disguise. You know, a lot of people don't like them. A lot of people are going to recognize them, apparently, without pictures. But whatever. They're going to recognize them. Are there photographs? No. There's drawings. Oh, that's it? Yeah. No cameras. Did we invent machine guns before <laughs> the cameras? Think about humans. Do you think we would have invented machine guns before cameras? Probably. Probably, yeah. No, it's definitely <laughs> Probably. more it's definitely more. Violence believable. versus just, art. Which one do you think we went for I, first? I, I just don't know the, the actual history. This so, was great though, because it. she uh she kills the Zemini or knocks out the Zemini guy so that they can take his look and didn't even think about this. I don't think he and Jesper were the same size. Uh, I don't think they were the same size. No. Maybe they didn't steal his clothes. But my note here just says Jesper finally looks like Jesper. Because he's in these like bright colors. And like he finally looks like himself. Because I think the first time you meet him in Six of Crows, he's wearing like a turquoise waistcoat. Like this man is colorful to the max. His fashion sense is redonkulous. It's so and i was like he finally looks like himself like i like his clothes but they've been very muted colors up until now yeah it was just kind of his personality was it was yeah. the thing that shone you know his clothes match his, his personality in the book so i'm glad yeah. he finally yeah. looks like jesper all right he looks very young don't ever tell him he looks old poor guy the dude's probably like 22 years Maybe old in real life and then we go back. So we talked last episode about how convenient things were. We had three or four instances of very convenient overhearing things. We've had a couple ex machinas. Milo the goat. Yeah. No. After how many episodes? Absolutely it's, not. Absolutely. It's been four. How 
Okay. Wanders into the no, situation. This is this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I know people are going to be like, oh, it's the goat. It's so cute. So like nobody's going to call it out. But this is the dumbest thing. This is the worst piece of writing in this show. I, I he, hands down will go to my grave saying this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. This is a military base, correct? Yes. So and he left it at a, a bar. With a, yeah, exactly. He left it at a bar. A goat with a mil- uh, with a bullet around his neck wanders into a secure military base by the prisoner, and not one person thinks like maybe that's 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 the same similar situation as if somebody hid a nail file in a cake yep. and gave it to the prison guard. Like no, because at least that's intentional. At least that's intentional. Yeah. This yeah. is a goat from four episodes ago that you tied a bullet around its neck, wanders its way into Ex Machina, a character out of jail. This is the dumbest shit. I'm legitimately angry about this. This is so, like, how dumb do you think your audience is? Because I feel like you think I'm a moron. As dumb as the characters Oh, in my the show. God. And then, like, the bullet, like, perfectly fits into that that slot. Perfectly. In the cups, and he, yep. like, shoots. This is the stupidest thing ever. I was then you hear, angry. So the, the, the guard hears a literal gunshot go off. Oh, yeah, and the guard's looks, asleep this whole time. He looks up from his slumber and is like, eh, I guess nothing's wrong. You know, just gunfire. And let me go back to sleep. No, he doesn't even fake being asleep well. Like Maul is like heavy breathing and shit. I mean, this was the stupidest. This was the stupidest thing, because like they don't even have. They're like, it's one guard in front of a tent with like supplies that they tied him to a thing. No, he is legitimately in a cell in Nova Cribbers with multiple guards. Okay, he doesn't escape. So, was it? Is that where he left the goat? I don't know. It like. Where were know. they when in the in the in the taverns? I'm not sure. I, I think they must have they been in Nova Cribbers because it was when they crossed the folds. So it would have crossed over and that would be the first town they were in. So I guess it's in the same town, but like that's still the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Yeah. This is so stupid. This was ridiculous. This is not okay. I oh I hate that was incredibly lazy writing. That was massively lazy. Like you didn't know how to write this because you're making shit up that wasn't in the book. And then you're just like, oh, let's get that goat that he put a bullet on his neck. It'll be cute. Nobody will question this. No, absolutely not. That's how it works in this the show. So stupid. That's how it works. And then it just says we are so far off script is where we're at. Because, okay, so the thing with Maul, and this ties into, so, oh, oh wait, we go back into Alina and the Darkling and the conversation that they're having. Um, and it just says these horns are disgusting is my first note. They're just poking out of her collarbone. Nasty. Well, like the scar wax all around them that like it blends pretty well, but like you can tell it's scar wax. It's a whole thing. I don't know. They're disgusting. Uh, But he mentions, you know, there's foreign diplomats that are there for the demo because he wants he wants people from Kirch and Fierda and Shuhan to watch what's about to happen. He wants them to see the power so they can go back and tell their countries you need to fall in line. Or this is what's going to happen to your people. So that's that's his thing. But again, when you go back to like her parents dying in the folds. Like she blames him for the death of her parents. I guess we're just adding that in. Fine. I guess just another reason to not like him. So she blames him for the death of her parents. And I think this is where he finds out that she knows. Like, I don't think he knew before this. Cause he's almost surprised. He's like, Oh, Bagra told you like, what did you, why do you think she ran? Does he know she ran though? Yeah. I mean, not, 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 I'm thinking, I'm thinking Bagra. Because she's not around right now. 
No. So that's why I was just thinking she ran too. But um Oh yeah, Bogger got yeah, out. No. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I haven't okay. mentioned her, but she she pieced out as well. Um okay. yeah, and he's like, you know, it was so easy like you so easily believed her. We had all this time together and you know, all Bogger did was whisper a few accusations at you and you believed her. It's like she was also right. So like, I don't know what you're mad about. <laughs> but he's still trying to keep up the lie. So yeah. if she believes that of like, oh well, she maybe she did she just say a couple of things and I automatically believed her, then it's a win for him. When so. he's talking about, he's still talking about everything he's ever done was for Ravka and everything was for Grisha. And it was, you know, we could have, we, we together, we can make Grisha safe. And she's kind of like, you know, I would have helped you if you just told me things, but instead you did this to me. What the fuck, dude? You gave, you gave me an extra collarbone. <laughs> disgusting. So at this point in the books, she and the Darkling had their conversation and he is annoyed because all she wants is to save Maul. And he's like, all you're thinking about is a tracker. Like, what do you want? You know, what what do we need to do? And at this point, Maul is in the cells. They've been separated. And she's just like, tell me what to say. Tell me what to say to save him and I'll say it. Tell me what to do to save him and I will do it. Anything that you want from me as long as you don't kill him. And he's kind of like fighting this war with himself. You know, you know, my plan is to kill him. My plan is to do all this. And so he's like, you know, say you'll help me. Say you'll do this. Say you'll do that. And they have a moment of her just begging for his life. And he's like, you want mercy. Like, I can be merciful. We can, you know, like the kind of thing that like villains think makes them good people. He's like, I can be merciful. We can do that. Uh huh. And they kind of talk it over. And then, you know, she's all she's grateful. She's like, I'll fucking do anything. Like, I don't care. I will do anything to save him. She's like, would I kill all these people and create the full? Like, I might. I might actually do that to save Maul. I don't really know. Um, And he like goes in real close and he's like, OK, mercy. Psych, I am going to drag the both of you out to the fold. I am going to expand it. And then I'm going to kick him out and make you watch as the Volker rip him to shreds. Go say goodbye. Hey. And then he sends her down to the cells. And Ivan drags her down to the cells. And they spent their last night. Like, he's like, this is your goodbyes. We're leaving in the morning. Do what you need to do. So Ivan, though, knows everything that's going on? Yes. Okay. Because I'm like, you said Ivan drags her down. And I'm like, so then it means Ivan's in on everything. Yeah, so they're in on everything. And that's like, there are multiple guards down there. Uh, and and she just spends the night outside of his cell. And they talk of their lives. And they have their goodbyes. And because, yeah, he's like, it was. it's a very big villain moment of like, just leans right in and is like, fucking psych, bitch. I'm going to murder him and I'm going to make you watch. Wow. But he does get his little, he does get his, his moment, his, uh, fine, make me your villain. Oh, we love a book line. Oh, okay. We love a book say, line. I, that didn't move the needle. For no, me. that's like, like, that's a, that's a classic. You can't leave that one out. That's a big one. But yeah. Mm. So again, it's kind of like he, it just leads into more of this, like the villain doesn't think they're the villain. Like he's like, if that's what it's going to be. Make me your villain. I'll be that. But this is happening. <laughs> okay. But no, in this case, wow. the tracker has escaped. Oh my god, you're all morons. Yeah. No, this is the dumbest it's... shit I've ever seen in my life. You're all idiots. You never should. You're never gonna win this war because you're just stupid. I'm. I, I'm with you on this one. In the show, there is no way these like military tacticians are winning anything. They're. They're not. They're not exactly like I said the last episode. Uh, Shuhan and uh, the North Place <laughs> would have merged 
into kind of the middle of Ravka. Yes. Of East Ravka. Yeah. And it would just have been West Ravka. Yep. And the fold. <laughs> That's what it would have been. It's ridiculous. The, these are people are all morons. Uh, so he, ooh, my owl crate just shipped. Very exciting. Wow. Just, wow. I got an email while I was looking at my notes. Anyway, so Good he Lord. tells her. So Ivan tells him, you know, the tracker escaped. And he's like, that's fine. If he runs away, don't really care. I wasn't going to kill him anyway, um, apparently. Uh, but if, you know, just make sure he doesn't get near Alina. And yet somehow, guess who sneaks his way onto a skiff? Which now we know does have an underside. <laughs> yeah. You did ask that I think, earlier. Now we I, know. I think, I think it's been upgraded since the last time. Wow. They're like, you know what we could use on this thing? Maybe like a little under underside of this boat. So Maul like sneaks onto the boats. skiff. The crows sneak onto the skiff. No mourners, no funerals, baby. Oh, I was waiting for that. But I thought we were going to get it next episode. We got it this episode. Somebody's going to die, though. No mourners, no funerals, Aaron. Somebody's going to die. No mourners, no funerals. Like, we're on the last episode. Somebody's going to die. And do you know what it's called? No mourners, no funerals? It's called no mourners. Is it really? It is. The last episode's called No Mourners. Well, then there's going to be funerals then. No Mourners, no funerals, Aaron. No, you just you said No Mourners. We're going to leave it like that. Jesus Christ. So we're going to go watch All the right. last episode and hope this doesn't piss me off anymore. If this oh, goat wow. shows up one more time, I'm going to lose it. Somebody needs to eat this goat. If he actually shows up and saves the day, I will give this show a perfect 10 no, out of 10. No, I, I wanted to like Milo. I loved Milo. And then they brought him back. And now I hate him. And I hope somebody eats him. Jeez. Yeah. I'll turn. eat I will eat the goat. Wow. And now I just see you coming in and biting a live goat in the middle of the set. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, who is this woman just biting goats? Uh, let's go watch the last episode. Let's go watch it. We'll catch you listeners uh, in an hour from now.